Faith is mentioned approximately 95 times in the Word of God. It tells us how important it is. But this morning, faith is what we all need to have. Because we just read what me and Rosemary had talked about. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. The dictionary describes faith as a complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And in, underneath it, in parentheses, it says, this restores one faith in politicians. I was like, what? <laughs> How did the dictionary come up with that? What was Webster thinking about? <laughs> I, it, it made me chuckle. But the second definition it had in the dictionary, strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. I don't know what the Webster were thinking about when they came up with the word faith. They simply needed to just go to the word of God. <laughs> I mean, the meaning is right there. You know, it's right in our face. Faith is first mentioned in Deuteronomy 32, 20, when Moses said, I will hide my face from them. I will see that their end shall be, for they are a forward generation. Children in whom no, in, in, is no faith. God was talking in Genesis about hiding his face from them because they, they were a very forward generation. I'm thinking, what must he think about us now? If that was a forward generation, then... Look at what we've become to now. Now, of course, that was before the flood. And what happened is God became very displeased with how everything was coming about, that there was nothing but evil and wickedness in the hearts of men and in their minds. And all these things that they were doing were just heartless. So God... Wipes every man from the face of the earth and the beast, except for Noah and his family. And that was because Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Can you imagine being a guy who hears from God, who tells you to build up because he's going to destroy everything? I would have hired me the biggest construction crew I could find to get that ship built as quickly as possible. And the last place faith is mentioned is in Revelation 14, 12. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Faith defined as the assurance of things hoped for. It's the conviction of the reality. Believing God to the point of action. Remember I told you I had a little sign that I used to have in my office. Now it hangs in my bedroom. And it reminds me every day when I get up and I see that because it's one of, it's one of the first things I see. 
faith is not believing that God can, it's knowing that God will. You see, God knows our hearts. He knows the heart of men. He knows where we are. Humanity's favorable response to God's revelation. You see, we need to, we need to come to the understanding of where we are in our life and why faith is so important. If you were to get up and you started walking, what caused you to do that? What caused you to? Faith. I mean, none of us thought it this morning about when we got up. None of us thought about, well, I got to stand on my legs. I got to get my feet to move forward and backward so I can get to where I got to go. None of us thought anything about that. God created you in his likeness to do his will. And so when you got up this morning and you started moving, you did it by faith. You just moved. You just stepped out. You see, I believe that a lot of times we miss the boat because we don't act on faith. We're waiting for something that is tangible. We're waiting for something that we know that we have in our hand that we can control before we move forward. One of the last major conversations that uh, Rosemary and Dick and Virginia and myself and Sharon had was uh, about three weeks ago, I guess. It was, it was uh, right before New Year's. And um, we went over to their house on Sunday and played Mexican Train. <laughs> they got me hooked. And so we were having a, a discussion about faith. And Rosemary says, how come we don't step out in faith like we used to? And I said, you know, Rosemary, I don't know. I said, I'm believing by faith that God's going to give us a building, our own building. And she said, well, I'm going to believe with you that God's going to give you a building. I said, it's not impossible. Nothing's impossible. Because you hear about it all the time. You hear about these people being given churches and buildings all the time. And so I know that it's possible. And she said, yeah. She said, because 9 o'clock is just so early. (laughs) I knew it was going somewhere. I just didn't know where. I said, Well, Rosemary, what would be the most adequate time to have church? She said, when we all wake up. I said, what, 10 o'clock, 10.30? And she said, well, she said, I still like keeping my whole day. She said, I do like our church time because then we have the rest of the day. We can go visit family and do this and the other thing. And, And so she likes that. She said, Pastor, what time would you have church? I said, noon. She said, noon? I said, yeah, because I could sleep till 10 or 11. She said, you could sleep that long? I said, no, but just the thought of it makes me feel good. (laughs) Because at 4.45 every morning without the alarm clock, the eyeballs open up. It doesn't matter when they go to sleep. They always wake up at the same time. It aggravates me. I'd like to sleep later, but it doesn't happen. 
my mind, my body, my clock up here somehow got messed up and it just goes clink. And I have y'all to blame for it. No. <laughs> we see in verse 4 that faith made Abel worship God. We don't know many details about Abel's faith, but we do know, or I should say we don't know just how much was revealed to him, but we know that things were revealed to him. Because he took a more excellent gift than his brother Cain. And then we think about Adam and Eve and how they walked in the garden and they walked with God. Faith, by faith, they walked with God. Adam knew that God was visiting him in the garden, but yet he hid because he was naked. I can't help but think about what God must have been thinking when, or what Adam must have been thinking when God said, who told you you were naked? You see, God already knew what they had done. But he wanted Adam to confess what he had done. You see, God knows our hearts. We can, we, we can try to hide things, but God sees all things. You can hide it from men, but you can't hide it from God. We do know that his faith caused him to worship God. He picked the choicest lamb as an offering. We know Abel wanted to give God the very best. And he brought his sacrifice. You see, something always seems to go wrong with the life that doesn't worship God. The life that is controlled by the world. The heart that is controlled by the world. The thoughts that you have that are controlling you by the world. You see, when we worship God and we pour our whole heart into Him, we begin to understand what it is to walk with God. To have the faith to understand that he is leading and not us leading. You see, I have issues sometimes when I hear people talk, when they, especially when they say, you know, can I, can I be saved but yet stay away from church? I'm thinking, why would you want to? There's something wrong with that kind of of faith experience you see i think now when people go to church they just want to kind of a feel-good short message and they want to go home and say they've been to church and they had a great worship time with the preacher preacher i don't know the worship was good people remember worship they don't always remember what was said see i believe that our faith looks for opportunities to worship I think that when we begin to think about worshiping, I can't help but think about the many times that Rosemary would come and play the piano. And she loved playing the piano. And I'll never forget the day that we were playing Mexican Train. This was several months ago. And she said, Pastor, you you really need to find somebody to replace me with. I'm like, yeah, there's, nobody can replace you, Rosemary. <laughs> and she said, she said, well, I just can't 
play. I'm forgetting the music and my back hurts when I'm sitting on the bench. And she said, you're going to have to find somebody. And I said, well, I'll pray about it. And she said, well, I'll pray about it with you. <laughs> I said, that sounds like you're rushing me. And she said, well, what about that nice guy, Randy, that came and plays sometimes? What about him? And I said, well, I'll call him and see. And I wasn't expecting such a quick answer from Randy. But when I called him, he said yes. And then I called Rosemary and she said, see, all she had to do was call him. I'm like, I said, but Rosemary, we don't want you. She said, well, I'll fill in from some time to time if you need me. But I can't do it every day, every Sunday. And so time goes on and Randy's playing and I'd asked her, I said, how did you know Randy would say yes? And she said, I don't know. I just knew he would say yes. See, that brings me to the place of faith. Because I believe she believed by faith that he would say yes. I believe that God had already spoke with her about who that. She she wasn't going to tell me that. You know what I'm saying? But she knew. I think there's a lot of times that we by faith understand that we need to do things, but we don't necessarily step out and do them. Because we're afraid what's going to happen when we step out by faith. When we step into that place of uncertainty. But if, but if God is speaking to you to step out in faith, then that is what we must do. We must step out in faith and trust that the Lord will bring us to the place where he's wanting us to go. He's directing. He's guiding. You see, the world is not leading us anywhere. But the word of God is leading us to eternity. You can go out there and you can listen to everything the world has to tell you. You can do everything that the world has to tell you. But it's not going to make a hill of beans of difference if you don't have the faith to trust God to do these things for you. And so we find that, that this is what's taking place. Because in verses 4 through 6, four through six we see that faith made God, that faith made Enoch walk with God. He walked with God, and, and, and Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah, 300 years. And he begat sons and daughters, and all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not, for God took him. He didn't die. He didn't die. God took him. There was no grave for him. There was no, no, no place for him, for people to go and mourn him. God took him. You see, your walk will change. I should say your walk will be changed if you trust God by faith. You see, I believe that our walk is important. Our walk with God is, needs to be solid. We can't be wavering to the left and to the right and trying to decide what we believe or what we don't believe. You see, I believe the whole Word of God from Genesis to Revelation. 
I believe that all of this God has given me so that I will trust more in him. When I have problems, I will know to go to him. He'll, help, he'll show me in the word of God how to deal with the problems that come up in my life. But I have to have the faith to believe, to read, to trust. You know, I've told you, I've asked you this question many times. How many of us have seen Jesus face to face? How many of us have seen God face to face? None of us. But we believe by the word of God. We believe by faith everything that God has given us. And so by faith, we trust Jesus. I didn't see Jesus die on the cross. But the word of God told me how he died on the cross. But more importantly, why he died on the cross. For my sins, my transgressions, all the things that I'd ever done wrong. Jesus died for those things. And because of that, by faith, I believe and I trust with all of my heart that everything that Jesus did was for me. And you can believe by faith that everything Jesus did was for you. He had you in mind when he went to the cross. It wasn't for his sins he died. It was our sins he died. His blood was shed for me. His blood was shed for you. I'm sure... God, a magnificent creator of the heavens and the earth, I'm sure he could have found another way to do all of this. But what a greater way of display than somebody who would give their life for you. He pleased God. Enoch pleased God. Can you look at your life right now and say, I please God? God is pleased with things that we do when it's done for Him. But ask yourself, is God pleased with the places you choose for recreation? Is God pleased with the books that you read? Is God pleased with the words that you speak? Is God pleased with your plans you have made for the future? You see, a lot of us do these things and not giving any thought to what God has to say about anything. But I think that we need to step out in faith and we need to start trusting God with everything that we do. Every action that we take. His walk of faith delivered him from death. Now, I'm not saying it's going to deliver you from death, but again, anything is possible. Amen? Faith made Noah walk with uh, work for God. Tragic story of the decline of humanity into sin in Genesis chapter 6. But grace triumphs. God will save Noah and his family. There had to be real faith here. And that faith produced works. 
Every swing of the hammer that Noah and the boys did said faith. None of them were boat builders. None of them knew how to build a boat. But yet God was showing them. So by faith they did it. Every swing of the axe, every tree that they cut down said faith. None of them had ever seen rain. But they knew it was coming. Because God told him he was going to flood the earth. He was going to kill every man. He was going to kill every beast of the field. It was all going to be underwater. Every move of the brush that applied the pitch to the ark said faith. You see, because there was a timeline. There was a timeline God had in order for this to be done. Because then two of every animal had to come and be put into the ark. So faith will make us work today. By caring, sharing, and witnessing. Making us fishers of men, if you will. You see, all of us by faith believe that God doesn't want just us to go. I believe that you know in your heart that if, if you're going to heaven, you want to go where those who have gone before you, those who have laid the groundwork, those who have, who have laid in the faith, who've blazed the trail, letting us understand that, that God is real. But it all begun by faith. You see, until we came to the Lord Jesus Christ by faith, None of us had a relationship with him. None of us had an experience with him. And so when we came to the Lord Jesus by faith, it changed our lives. Ask yourself the question, where are the faith evidences in your life? When I think of Dick and Rosemary, I can't think of two more faithful people who love the Lord with their whole heart. Rosemary loved to worship the Lord. We would go to their house sometimes and she would just, she would play the piano at her home. We'd sing a few songs. You remember when we had Bible studies in their home? And she would play the piano and we'd sing. Church, faith is the greatest thing that we have. And when I think of heroes of the faith, I, I can't help but think of Rosemary. She played in the seniors group endlessly. She played at our Christmas parties. She played in church. Why? Because she loved to worship the Lord. You see, without her faith in the Lord, it would have all been meaningless. But because of her love for the Lord, 
and what the Lord had done for her, she had a great experience with the Lord. And I think this morning, if, if she was here this morning, I think she would want us to all be sure that we knew that we had that experience with the Lord. The faith to trust and to believe in everything that the Word of God says wholeheartedly. Father, I thank you this morning. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are here with us. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you, Father God, have comforted our hearts this morning. I thank you for your word. Lord, there are many heroes of the faith. The word of God shares with us many who believed and trusted in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we can think of all of the disciples who served you and followed you and continued to spread the word of God. Lord, I thank you this morning that we can be in your house and we can give glory and honor and praise to the King of Kings. Lord, I thank you for, Lord, it's by faith that we serve you and worship you. And Lord, we know without faith that it is impossible to please you. Lord, I pray this morning, may each one of us please you with our walk, our talk, and our love for you. Lord, let us allow our hearts to be expanded to you. Lord, as we grow in you and learn to love you in a deeper way, Help us, Lord Jesus, to become more bold Christians and to share our faith. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.